day, y'all. Welcome to our next episode of Watch and Wine, where we do what we do best, which is watch films, drink wine, and then wine about them. My name is Chris, and joining me today is C. Hey, hey, thanks for joining us. Really excited about our second episode. I think we were anticipating it. <laughs> but before we get there, I think we need to really start more like just basic background on each other. Get to know so, us. Yeah, get to know who we are. Just a bit. I mean, overall, you're going to hear more and more about us. But... <laughs> The first steps, I mean, I'm from Austin, born and raised, still here. Um, I, I'd say I'm an introvert, introvert, extrovert. Yes. Grew up more of an introvert, have become a little bit more extrovert, but wrong scenario, I'm going to be an introvert. <laughs> I'm a Leo, but not a basic Leo. A single. <laughs> Ready to mingle. <laughs> Depends on the day. Depends on the day. Favorite types of movies, I'd say rom-com gets me the most joy uh, but like classic rom-coms you know there's some i just the cheesy cynical or i'm too cynical for the cheesy ones and then favorite wine dry rosé all the time like not too pink not too hot pink. summer day with a view just i love it so like rom-com you say that mm-hmm. and you say classical so what's like an example of your favorite type. It doesn't have to be your favorite movie, but like when you're giving an example of a classical rom-com, what comes to mind? Uh, I mean, you've got mail. That's it's classical? Not classical. <laughs> well, classical is a type of music. Classic. I mean, no, but just Timeless. Like, timeless is a good, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. That is good. I mean, How to, how to Marry a Millionaire, Marilyn Monroe. I've never seen that. I know. It's How so do you good. marry a millionaire? They go out with a lot of men and they, <laughs> they pretend to live a rich lifestyle. They like rent an apartment Are together. they like catfishing the millionaires? Kind of. Oh. Kind of. Okay. It's really, it's with Lauren Bacall and Marilyn Monroe is my favorite one. But I love Fred Astaire. Like mm. just, that's like the classic classic. But then I also just like a timeless good rom-com that's just fun too. Like how to lose a guy in 10 days. Enjoy it. Yeah, I mean... But I also do love, like, a good PG-13 action movie. (laughs) I'm, like, the other spectrum of that. (laughs) So let's hear a little bit about you, Chris. Um, Well, I'm originally from Brisbane, Australia. No. Oh, I know, right? Wow. Can you tell? Never. (laughs) Lived in London for a couple of years in my early 20s. Um, Lived my best life over there. And then moved to Austin, Texas about... Just over five years ago, loving life here. Why did you come? Why? Because um, my you pick, pick the big old text. Because I went to Dallas for two weeks and hated it, and then <laughs> agreed. <laughs> agreed. And then I was like, oh, Sorry if you're from Dallas. I want to move to Nashville because Nashville's cool, and people were like you might like Austin. And then I got a job here, and then just life continued, and I haven't left. <laughs> you sound ecstatic about that. I think it was a good random choice. It's like you yes. like flip the coin, give it a I go, it and it worked choice. out. Yeah. And then it became very popular after I moved here. So I feel like I was a trendsetter, but we'll just keep it between <laughs> us. <laughs> okay. Uh, what else? Um, I'm also an introvert extrovert, which is why I think we didn't really know that we liked each other. Yes. We were both introverted and too scared to talk to the other person. And then when yeah, we, we met like, each other, she looks cool and extrovert, but I'm an introvert. But yeah. really, it was like we were just both. the same. Yeah. And then we're both now extroverts with each other, but definitely introverts with other people that like we don't know. Um, but she gave in first. Yeah. <laughs> I had no friends. <laughs> <laughs> I am a Virgo, but I don't really know much about my star yeah. sign. I think it just means I'm stubborn. 
<laughs> Next. Uh, married to a bearded man, which is my favorite type of man. Um, and then my favorite movie genre is... Who's your other favorite kind of bearded man? Like, who's your number two? If he's your number one. I have no, I have five. No, just pick the one. Which one? He's not always bearded, though. I feel like this can be another conversation. Okay. But, like, you know, just so everyone is aware, I like... We're going to come with our top five yeah, I just, celebrities. I just really thought of Zac Efron then. Okay. Um, <laughs> my favorite movie genre is sci-fi actions, which I know is super nerdy, but don't care. And then my favorite type of wine is a Pinot Noir, specifically from New Zealand. Even though I'm Australian. I'm cheating on Australia. Always. As you will hear when we pop our bottles. <laughs> uh, so this week we are super excited about this film. I was super surprised um, that C and I had never seen it. No, I've seen it. Oh, you have? Yeah. But oh. like a while ago, you but knew that. I feel like you didn't know it was coming based on your reactions. I know. My, my memory is not the best. Okay. Yeah. My detailed memory is not great. I, from so watching I can it with you, movie, didn't I realize that you had seen it before. I told so. you. Okay. Well, C had seen it. I had not, but she doesn't remember anything from it. So. <laughs> I remember they drive up a cliff <laughs> and you know who's in it, which we'll get to later. Yeah. So... Surprise alert, spoiler, we're watching Nanny Nanny One's <laughs> Thelma and Louise, directed by one of my favorite directors, Ridley Scott, aka the guy that directed Gladiator. Yes. We forgot to mention this in our first episode that we actually record ourselves drinking wine and watching the film, and we'll be able to provide sound bites from our experience from that session. So please note that all these episodes will contain spoilers for every movie we do. So if you have not seen it and you don't want us to ruin it for you, this is your warning. Please go and watch the film and then come back. All right. So just a quick plot and plonk breakdown. Uh, the plot is taken from Google. Uh, meek housewife Thelma, who is played by Gina Davis, joins her friend Louise, Susan Sarandon, an independent waitress on a short fishing trip. Why did they go Wait, fishing? it was a fishing trip? Yeah, anyway. I don't remember them saying that. However, their trip becomes a fight, a flight. Hmm. Their trip becomes a flight from the law when Louise shoots and kills a man who tries to rape Thelma at a bar. Louise decides to flee to Mexico and Thelma joins her. Hashtag soul sisters. <laughs> on the way, Thelma falls for sexy young thief, JD, who is played by Brad Pitt. <sighs> And, and the sympathetic detective Solcom, didn't even oh, know that was his name, tries to convince the women to surrender before their fates are sealed. And, dun, the, dun, dun. Yeah. <laughs> and then the plonk. So we actually opened two bottles of wine. <laughs> well, the first one was open slightly. Yeah. Also, we should say that this happened on a Friday night, so it wasn't a school night. Yes. So, you know, we could do that. Full embraced it. Yeah. So we had half a bottle of Miomi Pinot Noir and a Higher Plains Cab Salve that is from a local, and this is the name Austin Winery. Um, so we've got a little bit of a clip to show our experience enjoying this wine. <laughs> Enjoy. This isn't from, no, I thought it was from New Zealand, okay, but it's from no, California. It should be part of this. I just was like, wait. So I thought you said this was... I know. I thought so, it was from New Zealand, but it's obviously not. Here. We're trying to introduce the wine, and she, you know, talked it all up. Like, I got New Zealand red, and I'm re This is from California, Chris. What the heck? It's still good. It's still good. Staple. Okay. So we're drinking Miomi. Mm -hmm. Is that right? Mm -hmm. It's a Pinot Noir. And again, the most important part, 
13.7% alcohol. So fun story about the wine though. One night I watched a movie and drank a whole bottle by myself and oh, the no. next day I wasn't hungover. So we're going to... Which it's not very uncommon for you to do this act. We'll be fine. It's... Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll rate that a five out of five. Okay. Currently. <laughs> I'm still working on it, but it's going down smooth. Mm-hmm. I'm yes, upset. that's why it's a bottle a night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I think we need to start off with the most important part of this movie. Mm-hmm. Brad Pitt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Brad Pitt. Pitt. That, that's, all, that's, all, know. that's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. And just you watch just the film for Brad Pitt. You, just, you, you get to hear our genuine love for Brad Pitt. See what is happening in this movie? Where's Brad? <laughs> we don't care until Brad's here. <laughs> Brad! Oh my god! Liz a cowboy! Look at that bucket cowboy hat. Yes, there is something you can do for me. When does his shirt come off? Does his shirt come okay, off? Okay, what? Oh my god, he was. He was. He had a hose. He was the, a cowboy. But he had a hose and it was coming up from like. What was, he, what was he hosing? I don't know. Should we go back? Yeah. We need to go back. We, we need to rewatch this. Oh my god, there he is. In the yeah. Back. Okay, so. We weren't excited. I feel like we just wanted to watch this film to see Brad Pitt. Yeah, it took a while for him. Boy, did we see Brad Pitt. It took a while for him to show up, so I think you can tell. We we were becoming impatient. We rewatched that, I think, three times. Yes. Which is totally justified. we were already, you know, I don't even know where we were, but we had some glasses, so. Yeah, which is fine, which made that more enjoyable. So I think You're very pouty. Waiting for Brad yeah. Pitt. Yeah, who wouldn't be pouty waiting for Brad Pitt? So I think one of the things you picked up on really quickly, which I did not, was that he was holding a hose with water coming oh, out I, of it. I picked up on it. was a very it. obvious. I know what they were trying to show. It, it was a phallic symbol, guys. Oh, Spoiler again. 100%. But like with the water spurting out, and then we're like, what was he hosing? Like nothing. I don't even know if we figured it out. We it went back matter. twice. It and had it was nothing to something. do with the plot, Maybe but like... he was just holding a hose with water spurting out in like an erected position, and it was. Fantastic! Like the cinematography on that. <laughs> Who doesn't want to look at Brad Pitt? With his like hat. That? His cowboy hat. Oh, and his double denim. Was it double denim? Probably. I don't even Ugh. remember. I was looking at his face <sighs> and his body. And, <laughs> and the hat was very noticeable. But like, yeah, it was like the shot. Like you didn't even know it was him. But you knew it was him. But I then just, you like, knew it was him. But like your initial, you're like, oh, who's she bumping into? Yeah. I think in 1991, you would have no idea who it was because he was a no You'd think he'd like, it'd be like a scene and you just know it's Brad Pitt. But like, that's why I think our reaction was so like, we aggressive. Were aggressive. <laughs> aggressive is the right word to use there. But like, what is it? Brad Pitt was 26 when this film came out. It was like his breakout film. No one knew who he was. And then he was like, bam, hottest guy in the world. Also, probably still Dancing hottest guy on in the bed. world. Oh, when he's shirtless. like shirtless and he has the hairdryer and the cowboy hat, like that is every girl's fantasy, just for that to happen. Yeah, but then why did he turn out? Who cares? Rob me. I don't care. Do it. Take my shit. <laughs> <laughs> but what would have happened if he, he didn't rob them? You know, like he just would have flown off the cliff with them. Probably, actually, no, I don't. No, think I think would they would have had, had money to 
they, they wouldn't have robbed yeah. mm-hmm. and gotten in more trouble and like gone down the spiral of just like screw it we're just okay yeah. we're brad i mean it's fine brad wasn't the best character no but he, he was, was the, lovely to look at he was the hottest character yes close close second from gina davis yes <laughs> If we swung the other way, maybe we'd swap it. But they were beautiful together. But there was a quote that Susan Sarandon said a couple years ago where she's like, he wasn't just a pretty face. And I'm like, I agree, but he is a very pretty face in this film. It was delightful to watch him. And he just always popped up everywhere. Yeah. They'd be like, okay, bye. Or like, Louise is like, you need to leave him. And they'd leave. And then all of a sudden he's... They've been driving forever, and then he's just in the middle of a dirt road. It's like, how did he that get there? That random town they picked him up in. They're yes. like, oh, I and guess. And you don't even tell it's him, and then you're like, what? Yeah, he was like, had his back to them. I, like, know, how I was do you very know happy him? he came back, but I just, mean, the storytelling he just was like that. Easter eggs all the time. Yeah, just it could have been better. And then how did he even get caught by the police? Like, they just like had him. They what just if, found, but I don't even know how they, I can't remember how they connected. They explained how like they knew they were connected. Maybe somebody saw him with them. Yeah, maybe. but I don't remember. I know they kind of called it out, but yeah, it was a great start. Disappointing ending for Brad Pitt storyline, but I you still watch that film because of it. He's beautiful. Yeah. So, question: mm-hmm. Who is your favorite Brad Pitt? Like in a film, if you got to choose any Brad Pitt in any film, who would you choose? Like, look, just look at him. Objectify just him. Just looks, not character. Just like, what is your ideal Brad Pitt film? movie timeline i he's really hot in fight club Mm. and ocean's 11 yeah ocean's 11 is pretty good i actually think it's this one for me i'd like this is like prime i just like i like him a little bit more mature and not as he just he's a little littler he's more little and it's not he's still beautiful yeah but i mean fight club he's really hot in fight club Special shout out to Meet Joe Black when he plays the devil. Oh, Ugh, yeah. That is stupid. <laughs> He's just... Should we just look up all of his people? <laughs> this podcast is about Brad Pitt We're movies. just going to Like, we're going to transition this to just talking about Brad Pitt, how hot he is. Great. Oh, could just keep going, but we should not. <laughs> okay, so the second topic I want to talk about specifically is friendship which is very broad for this film but But the main point the main points and one of the main points for me and i did pause the movie and ask see this would she shoot a guy to save me and it's a very loaded question i personally think i would but then i'm like it depends on the situation but we're talking about their exact situation correct yeah i don't think i would have done it in their exact situation he they, she already got him away, and mm-hmm. they were, like, leaving, and they could have walked away. Yeah. And he said something that triggered Louise, based off what we find out, like, what mm-hmm. happened in Texas. And that's... She just probably saw red and just went, like, you know, just lost yeah. it and shot him. So, in that scenario, I mean, you never know, but I think I'd only... I hope I don't ever shoot somebody. I think it would be really hard for me to do it. But I think it would have to be like, oh no, actually like life or death moment. Yeah, you're probably right. Like life or death is very I don't want to shoot anybody. And they were away. Like they were walking away and they should have just kept walking away. So Louise just was 100% triggered from past experiences. But that scene was very 
oh, very uncomfortable to watch. Like he is the worst. Yeah, he does not deserve to live no. on this. He earth. was not a. He was a not not a great dude. Yes. <laughs> so I mean, Thelma and Louise. So like you see how they're really great friends. They start off like super positive and ready, but like when. Thelma, I think, got away from her really bad husband. <laughs> Shoot him again. Yes. And <laughs> she kind of, I think, had... She just wanted to let loose. Yes. She was ready to rage. But Louise wasn't in that same place. So there was a lot of just, like, Thelma being more, like, careless mm-hmm. in ways. And that she did kind of get them into the situation, even though she is the victim. Mm-hmm. But she didn't mean Louise to get them in that situation. But Louise having to, like get them out of it even you know even though she's the one that shot it i mean goodbye thelma like sticking with her since she's not the one that shot him but she's out having to pick up her messes and like she got the money stolen and all this stuff but their dynamic does change mm-hmm. and Thelma's like okay i need to step up yeah i think when louise kind of like starts going off the deep end a little bit and thelma realizes like she needs to kind of up the game and stand by her like that dynamic shifts yeah. Um, and then, no, Thelma takes control, especially when she goes and robs that bank to, like, help protect them. Yes. And she's just so polite about robbing the bank. <laughs> she doesn't want to hurt anybody. No. she's. I think they just kind of, like, they have good teamwork. They're very different people. And I think one of the things the film is missing is that they don't explain how much fun they have together. Even yes. though they, you know they do. It's, they're stuck in a very You see it at the very situation. beginning, but then it gets lost with all the yeah. stress. You kind of need to see them like come back together at some point in the movie to have that moment of joy together. They and do then, at the very, very end. They do at the end, but it's just dire. So they need yeah. to have an element throughout it that it kind of molds that how strong their friendship is because I feel like they're just in a really horrible situation the whole time and they're fighting a lot. They're still loyal to each other, but, like, mm-hmm. you don't see that friendship apart from them, like, just backing each other till till death. Yes. They're still always a team, but, I mean, a huge part is the men relationship. Oh, <laughs> a huge part. Why do we keep choosing their lies where there's, like, a man dynamic that's always awful it's like the trend that we have it's probably just what we noticed in the movies definitely as we older i think we now have noticed the men women dynamic in films so much more especially older films and this is 1991 so it's like that was just like the norm yeah and then i mean there was that guy that came back that louise had like broken up with and he really pissed me off oh you did you guys should listen to this you're sorry are you sorry? <laughs> Jackass. Yeah. Stay away. Oh. Uh. What is that? If that's a fucking rain, I'm gonna lose my shit. <laughs> I am. Won't you try it on? Why would she try it on? This makes me think of a story. <laughs> that we need to talk about because it's really triggering me <laughs> yeah so okay so i feel like i was triggered there is a story to tell here <laughs> yeah so the the triggering part was him showing up and providing a ring which 
came up in our first podcast episode where he was like, let's just get married. Oh, God. Again, there's a trend with these men. That's why it's so bothering to me. So I was in this relationship. This was a long time ago. Where I'm like, I knew, met him in high school, but then we were together for a really long time. Um, This is towards the end of our relationship. And we're fighting all the time. He's doing nothing with his life. I'm ready to like move on. I've met new friends. Like I'm realizing, I don't think this is what I want, but I'm still like kind of in it. Mm-hmm. He, I go out with my friends one night and he gets really mad because I don't end up coming back to see him after work. And cause I was having fun and he got really mad and I still didn't, and I didn't understand why he was so mad at me in this whole thing. I go over the next day and we're fighting and I'm like, he's like, you know why I was so upset? I was at work and this guy, he was going to propose to his girlfriend, but he found out he cheat that she cheated on him and he was going to throw it over the, the roof. And I was like, no, 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 I'll take it. And I was going to propose to you. Ew. Wait. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> <laughs> he was mad that I didn't come home because he was planning to propose to me with someone a- else's ring. Yes. <laughs> And I remember sitting on the couch, and he's, like, standing all upset. Like, Did he still have the ring? Did, was this, like, a proposal? I, or was well, this I, just, like, a, a threat of a proposal? No, because I was sitting on the couch, and I literally look at him, and I'm like, you think we should get married? <laughs> like, we can't stop finding it. And I remember looking at him like, oh, my God, like, I'm so glad I didn't come back. And hell no, do I want to marry him? And I think that was the moment where I was like, it... it it ended hard stop very soon after that. Yeah, you're like, ew, no, I don't want to There were so you. many things wrong with that. Yeah. But do you think he actually was going to? Or was it just like an empty so. throw? Oh, really? Well, he had been wanting me to like, he'd always bring it up. And I was just like, hmm, I don't. Do you know if you did that, we probably wouldn't be friends. Because you probably wouldn't have been living the life that you lived no. when you met me. You would have been in his little succubus world. No. Wild. <sighs> yeah, I don't think I would have said yes. Weird, I, if I would have maybe said yes earlier when I thought things were good, but thankfully. I oh didn't. my god! My, yeah. The, so that is freaking the first just time pulling out a ring. Yeah. Disgusting. But I think it's really common. They just think like put a bandaid on it. They, yeah, and, and it's that's also I definitely think guys pull out rings to lock, think that's what we lock want. you down and yep. think that's what you want and be like, oh, definitely like if they have a cool chick they're like oh yeah i gotta lock her down oh i had another one that wanted to get me pregnant you know this yes, wanted to get me pregnant one. so intensely because there are some terrible men out there <laughs> <laughs> we're good we're good speaking, we're so wise yes yeah. <laughs> speaking of men back to the relationships with men Thelma and louise Louise obviously doesn't trust men nope. she had bad things happen to her in texas which also point geography doesn't make sense in this film. No. Um, but there is one guy who is trying to protect him, the detective. Yes. I feel like he is trying to figure out what happened. He understands that they're not like a super threat. Just something went wrong and they're a in the wrong guy. place in the wrong time. A bad thing. But he was a good cop. But Thelma and Louise were surrounded by awful men that they thought all men were awful. Like even thinking of that truck driver that was harassing them through the whole film. And then they blow up their truck. And then they blow up his truck and like get it back and like, ha ha ha, go power. Yes. But this one detective, he couldn't save them and he was trying to, and they just didn't trust him. Mm -mm. And I'm like, that's He was even running after their car. I mean like, no, 
I believe you, yeah. but they just didn't trust him. They thought he, he was trying he to was trap them. He was just like every other man in their life, which is, yes, trying to trap them, trying to control them. And also when all those male cops come out excessively with machine guns blazing, chasing after two girls in a car, like, of course they're terrified. They don't want to go anywhere near all these dudes with guns pointing at them for like no reason. Like, you know, Thelma and Louise aren't a threat. Like they're not going to just go around. They had like one gun. They (laughs) shot one guy who was a bad dude and then they like robbed a shop, a gas station because they had no money because a man robbed them. And then they blow up a guy's truck. That guy still lived. He ran away. They just, like, taught him a lesson. So, like, they really weren't doing that much bad stuff. Yeah. Apart from murder. But, like, it was self-protection. They should have, when it first happened, stayed, called the cops. She obviously looked like she had been beaten up. Mm-hmm. But, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully things don't happen that way anymore. Yeah. So, we end with the cliff. Yeah. They, which was upsetting. They just fly off a cliff together which is like bittersweet like they're in it together they love each other they're protecting each other but we did make a note that if anyone has seen (laughs) the best of me you know that movie with james marsden wink wink Mm -hmm. and in the original film james marsden dies spoiler oh spoiler sorry (laughs) james marsden dies but last year during COVID, we discovered there is... Yeah, we went. We got an Airbnb mm-hmm. on the coast in Texas, the Gulf Coast. Yeah, Girls Weekend. And We're then... Like, Let's just watch this movie again. Let's just watch it again. But little do we realize there is a Joy edition. <laughs> That's correct, guys. A Joy edition. They changed the ending to the best of me so that James Marsden lives, which I'm all about. Yeah, so... But we were watching like, wait, I thought he was already... What? He dies. He definitely dies. Yes, but we didn't know we were watching a Joy Edition. No, so we were very confused by it's like a choose your own adventure. Like you can choose the original version or you can choose the Joy Edition where James Marsden doesn't die. So we thought Thelma and Louise should have a Joy Edition ending where they don't fly off a cliff. I don't know what the ending would be. Maybe... They revenge just, on all the men and the detectives behind them. They just they, somehow they get, get to away. Put all the other men in jail while they ride off in the sunset. Yeah, and they like you know somehow don't drive going off on the their cliff. fishing trip. And the detective meets up with them later and he gets a full story and they're free, or they make it to Mexico. I don't know. I don't know how they're gonna make it to Mexico because they ended up in Monument Valley somehow. Well, because they wouldn't go through <laughs> Texas, and it was like if you don't go through Texas, it's gonna take you a long time. Because they came from what Louisiana. No, they came from Oklahoma. Oh, or is it Arkansas? Arca- no. I think I'm... I, whatever. It's one of those, you go through Texas. <laughs> you go through Texas to get to Mexico, but they refused to go through Texas. Yeah. So they just headed west, and then I feel like they never went south. I don't know no. why they didn't go south, but they ended up in, like, Nevada, based on geography. Because Monument Valley's in Nevada, right? Yeah, but Arizona, weren't they... Utah. <laughs> <laughs> but they were saying they were in, like... New Mexico. Yeah. Whatever. It just didn't add up. Yeah. Didn't add up. Okay, so now it is time for honorable mentions. We have quite a few honorable mentions. I feel like there wasn't a lot of it to discuss because I really wanted to... I mean, not me. We wanted to focus on friendship and, of course, Brad Pitt. But one of the outstanding honorable mentions is that waitress Lena that, like, kind of protects them. And, like, she sees it for what it is. And she was saying, well, this guy, I'm surprised he, like, hasn't been killed earlier because he's such an asshole well she one didn't judge Thelma for like having a good time Mm -hmm. and enjoying her life like she didn't like shame her for that Mm -hmm. and she 
kept like yeah she was on their she, side like, defended and... them to the detective and she's like yeah that good good riddance to that terrible person i'm glad someone shot him like and it's not she the first like, time that this has happened yeah she's like it probably wasn't was that was was them <laughs> <laughs> it probably wasn't them but like it could have been but like they he deserved he it he probably deserved it if they yeah. did do it and i just really good Appreciate on you Lena. That. yeah she was go girl loyal um Another honorable mention, there's a couple here that all relate to Gina Davis and Susan Sarandon, but their hair mm-hmm. is on point. Mm-hmm. And just how it like changes, it's like more buttoned up and then it gets a little bit looser and then they're just like crazy. Yeah. It's... And it just... And how their fashion changes. They go yes. from like up, like you yeah. know, kind of like done up females and like dresses and like more like proper. Yeah, and they're, and like they're in like black, black band t-shirts and ripped jeans and smoky yeah. and badass sunnies the oh, whole like character all the arc sunglasses yeah that. the yeah. sunglasses are so good and then also gina davis in her bikini at the pool but then she, then she walks up carrying her suitcase in high heels and just jumps in a car like ugh. she looked <laughs> amazing like i don't think i was just mind blown i'm being like i don't know like is brad pitt the hottest in this film or is gina davis i'm not sure each to your own they, they deserve that night together. Then the car. Yes. It really bothered me that they never changed their car. <laughs> and it like, was such an obvious car. Yes. I know it's iconic because Go it's get iconic. a different car. Like you're driving off a cliff in a convertible. Yeah, yeah obviously iconic. for the story, it's a great car to stay in. But in reality, change your car. There's like very simple plot points in this film where they could have done something very different. Like the robbery. Like... Make sure that you cover up your face so people can identify you on a CCTV. Yeah. Change your car so people don't know that you're in a car that's a convertible yeah. driving across state. Like, don't be f- able to be found so under- easily. Understand that this like leads to a great plot for this movie, but there's very which is often things a, that, like, no when we listen when we're in watching movies, it's like why don't they do this? And then it's like, well, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't. A movie yes, it end. doesn't add to it. But, but I feel like we're very still. like. I'm like, I wouldn't do that. I'm smarter than this. But then I don't know if I'd be smarter than that. But I always am like, you guys, come on, be yeah. smarter. And then also, Shooter McGavin. <laughs> He's a terrible character in that film. Yeah. Like, Just Selma's such an husband, husband. Horrible husband. But I was so excited to see someone from Happy Gilmore in that film. And looking so young. Yeah. He looks super young. He was like nearly unrecognizable. But he had like a horrible accent and he's just like And he was trying to like get guy. Thelma captured kinda. Of. He was like working with the yeah. cops, but like not really working with the cops. He was. But he no, was just, he was working with the cops. But he was just such an awful character and super annoying. But he's like that in Happy Gilmore anyway. But I loved when she called and they're like, listen to him to see if he, the cops are there. And immediately Thelma's like the cops are there. Yeah. <laughs> and I just love it. Like, he's hey, like, baby. Hey. Or something <laughs> stupid. And she's like, hands up. The cops are there. I'm he's like, never just happy to talk to me. I just loved how she just was like, I don't even care about him anymore. Like, screw him. But like, now we know the cops know. And I think our last honorable mention, we have touched on it. The geography of this film does not make sense. It is Very confusing. all over the place. Where they film the locations, it's beautiful. But they're telling me they're in like, Colorado and they're filming in Monument Valley. I think they were saying they were in New Mexico. That is still Monument Valley. Yeah. Plus they were trying to get to Mexico and I'm like, girls, you're going in the complete wrong direction. So just because of Texas. I mean, great, great filming, great cinematography. Yeah, gorgeous. I just, how dumb is the audience to think that this is actually where they are when they're supposed to be somewhere completely else? But 
You know, I think just, it's because they wanted them to be country, so they have to come from that area, but they also want that view because they could have like filmed it very from dramatic. like there in California. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a dramatic place to die. Yeah. We have those like those big mountain thingies, rocks that are yeah. They whatever. could have just thought the geography a little bit more. <laughs> okay, so ratings. <laughs> Let's see where we land. So first, script. Oh gosh, I can't even remember the script. I think it was probably underwhelming. Yeah, I don't think it was anything amazing, so I'll just give it a three. It wasn't much context, it wasn't like monologues or... I'll say three. Yeah, Yeah. I'd agree with that. Three. It it wasn't bad, but it wasn't anything groundbreaking. Yeah, it wasn't like, no one gave like a grand speech like they do in Gladiator. (laughs) okay characters i'm gonna say four because i just wish we saw a little bit more like i said the fun side of that friendship but everything else i think the characters were well developed you knew where they came from their story developed like louise's story develops over it all the men were kind of obviously very basic but then you had that one man that was trying to help them so but they were each like different bad yes yeah, but I think this characters, this is really about Thelma and Louise and their characters. Are, I like their characters. So I'm going to, what did I say? Four. four. Which I was, I'm going to say four as well. Yeah. I agree. And I think the casting was good. Yes. Like I was totally happy with everybody yeah. that played everybody. Mm-hmm. Like no fun. issues. Yeah. And yeah, agree, like could have a little bit more like girl, friend, like girl power togetherness, mm-hmm. but it's a stressful situation. So you just, you just miss that little fun element that they yeah, have in those girl relationships. Because even when they're at the bar, when it first starts, like Louise is kind of just, she just wants to apparently go into, fishing. Yeah. She's <laughs> not into it. They're just not on the same level. So it's like, we didn't see them on the same level until the very end. Yes. Yeah. When they like dropped all the facade and were badass yeah. chicks. <laughs> Next plot. Good. Five, five, 4.5? I don't know what I'm going to have going to rate a 5. I like the plot. Um, I like the end. Honestly, I like the ending because it's dramatic. And I mean, if you have a joy edition, it's a bit boring that they get away. So, like, I like the fact that it's drive off a cliff together. Yeah, I mean, I think it was standard. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to just... It doesn't bother me... It followed well, like the stages. It hold it held my attention more than yeah. other films have that we've watched. Well, we were talking about your plant during it. <laughs> yeah, but that happens when you drink wine. We again, it I takes... say four and a half. It didn't. The overall like journey of what it was doing, like it had like mm-hmm. the start and the conflict, and then the big thing, and then the bumps in the road, and. It, it followed. It kept mm-hmm. attention. Yeah. Okay. Entertainment factor. Oh, I would probably stick with like a... Let's say four. I would say a three and a half just because it did lose my attention at points when we're talking... Especially at the start. I think they were building... The second before half. You, before you saw Brad and I think they kind of lost me at certain points and I did start talking about my plant halfway through the film as well. So like I'm not going to give it a complete entertainment factor. It was enjoyable. Just didn't hold me... The whole way through. I'll say, I'll give it a four. Overall, I'm into it, and there was some like some wow moments with like Brad and blowing <laughs> up the truck and girl power. Yeah, I think that second half gave it to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
And then would you recommend? Yes. I say yes. Yeah. 100%. Definitely you should watch it. Yeah. It's I, one to add to the list for mm-hmm. sure. Definitely watch it with like your girlfriends. I don't know if your husbands or like partners or boys in general will appreciate it, but I definitely think chick flick. Yep. And wine vibe. I think we had a strong wine vibe. Yeah. I think we were drunk at the end. Yeah. Yeah. I think in the middle. <laughs> First 30 minutes. <laughs> It happened. I mean, red wine. That it, it yeah. gets you. I definitely think for this one, like to enjoy wine with your girlfriends, like watch it on a Friday night, let loose, enjoy Brad Pitt jumping up and down shirtless on a bed. Yeah, and then yeah, drink away. I think it needs a little bit of wine to like spice it up. Yeah. Overall, good experience. Recommend it all. Great, so thanks for joining on our second episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Please comment with any movie ideas so we can watch and whine about it. And remember to subscribe. Bye. Yeah,